Please be seated. You've heard in the last couple of weeks, um, both Jeffrey and Tim talked from a pulpit about their experiences at the vigil for the execution of Kelly Gissendanner. We were changed by this. I was there too. And like my colleagues, I've been struggling since that experience. I'm frustrated. I'm sad. Kelly, by all accounts, including her own, did a horrible, unthinkable thing. And then she spent the next decade acknowledging, asking forgiveness, working for redemption. Her conversion from a life of violence and deception to one that shone with love and humor and gentleness and compassion was genuine. Hers was a story that could have filled our judicial system with hope. It could have, but it didn't. And I'm pained deep in my heart by a system that values vengeance and retribution over redemption. I'm also disturbed by the news. I'm disturbed by a statistic I heard recently that there have been more than 95 elementary, middle, or high school shootings, children under the age of 18, 95 in the two years since Sandy Hook. That's nearly one a week. That's more regular than garbage collection. And because of the vice-like grip of the NRA, semi-automatic weapons are a right of all citizens, and safe kindergarten classrooms are not. As a mother and a citizen, I am infuriated that my children are growing up in this world. This is not the sort of freedom God created us for. We are in trouble, my friends. We are in trouble. We aren't choosing God anymore. We are choosing fear. Our reading this morning from Job, when read just on its own, when clipped out of the rest of the story, taken out of its context, it looks almost like a song of praise to God from God. This is the God who laid the foundation of the earth, who set the stars in the sky, who causes angels to sing. This God. This God is a creator and a sustainer and a provider. This God deserves our praise. This God is instructing us exactly how to do that. But we are no strangers to singing praises to God. Singing songs of great praise to an even greater God is part of the response that bubbles up when we are thankful and hopeful. It's the sort of thing we do all the time. From silly camp songs like, Our God is an awesome God. To the old favorites in our hymnal, A mighty fortress is our God to the great masses of Vivaldi and Mozart that we hear our choir sing that praise God Almighty with voice 
and with instrument. And this seems to be what Job is doing this morning. Job seems to be praising that great creator God. And then we put it back in its context. And when we do that, our reading from Job moves from a regular song of praise to a detailed, detailed reminder of who God is and what God has accomplished. This God is the one who made the mountains and the seas. This God made sense and conviction and wisdom. This God is no amateur. This God is the creator of the earth and all that it is in it, of humankind and language, of wisdom. This God is the banisher of evil and the destroyer of death. This God doesn't only deserve our songs of praise, This God deserves our lives. Our reading from Job is not merely a reacquaintance with an awesome God. It is a deep and heavy reminder from the mouth of God that we are not God. Who does these things? God does these things and much, much more. We are, humankind, are not the center of the universe, which God reminds us functions quite well without us. In a few minutes, we will all stand together with these families, these infants, and we will reaffirm our baptismal covenant, and we will do it together. We will be asked to make some promises that, if we take them seriously, are really, really hard. We will be asked to continue teaching and learning about our heritage and our tradition. We will be asked to resist evil, to repent, to proclaim the gospel, to serve and respect the dignity of every, every human being. And in each case, we will respond with the words of our mouths, I will, with God's help. I will, with God's help. Because this work is impossible alone. Because the self-same God who laid the foundations of the earth will walk with us as we struggle to live out the promises we renew today, the promises we make on behalf of these children presented before us. In Job, we are reminded that not that each one of us is so singularly special that God is tripping over God's self to help us out. We are reminded that God is so powerful and benevolent so merciful and forgiving, so beyond our imagination that God will stoop to be with even us. Over 
And over and over, the God that created the earth and the stars and the sun and the moon and the ocean, that God, the God that loved us into being, to t that taught us to respect and care for one another and defeated death on our behalf, that God chooses us. For that, we should sing songs of praise. But we don't always make that happen. We are in trouble, friends. We've put our own selves there. Because we live in the hands of a God who, treat, who teaches us justice and mercy, and we choose neither. We live in the hands of a God that shows us the path of redemption, and we turn around and go the other way. We live in the hands of God that shows us hope, and we arm ourselves to the teeth with base fear. Again and again, we live as if we are the center of the universe, as if we are the creators and the rule makers and the most powerful. Again and again, we live as if our actions have no consequences beyond our nearsighted intentions beyond our own petty wants and desires. It's time. It's past time, actually, for Kelly and for the children of Sandy Hook Elementary School, for all the other victims of our society's obsession with our own power. But it's time for us to live fully into our baptismal vows, to praise the creator of the universe, not just with our words, but with our actions. Actions that acknowledge that we are not God, but that we are learning to live into that which God has created us for. To love, and to love, and to love again. We can start with our baptismal vows with God's help. And then with our confession, our words of confession with God's help. And then we can use our Eucharist, our time together on our knees with God's help. And then we can go into the world to change and uplift to pray and love and lead, always admitting ourselves unable to do these things without our God, the creator, the sustainer, the center of our universe. We must. We will. With God's help. Amen. Amen.